Hello everyone and welcome back to the weird and wonderful golfy slash not so golfy podcast called Cover It. We um, are back again today to talk about the the world of golf and um, all those things related to it. On the podcast today we have Will. Will is back. How are you doing Will? Not too bad. How are you? How are you? Not too bad. I'm good. I'm good. I hear you played the famous Bally Bunyan on Sunday. Tell I did indeed. It. I did indeed. It was uh first time. I've played the cash in a few times and that um is a bit of a beast, but this was the first time out in the old course and uh I would struggle to find a nicer back nine in golf. Honestly. Yeah. Got a perler of a day. Um and just some of the holes are just insane. Uh honestly. Just actually just the back nine is incredible. Really? Back nine's incredible, yeah. As you can see, I'm repping the eleventh uh, hole here. Um, Does was, look amazing. Yeah, it was unreal. It it's one of those premium stunning. courses that I don't know. You just you don't really get to. It's I'd say it's a pleasure to play because you don't really get to nip down and just play. Yeah, yeah. long out pull. Often. Long out pull, but actually, it was it was a topic of conversation with the playing partners was around like courses in Ireland making our uh, golf a bit more affordable for Irish people and. I was, I at the start, I didn't really realize that, but Ballet Onion actually do a fairly decent rate if you have a GUI uh, card in Ireland. So, oh, um, I think it was around 120, uh, which isn't bad considering the course you're playing. And um, I'm all for getting Irish people playing Irish courses. So, I did uh, not know they do that. That's classic. big thumbs up for them for that. You're sounding a bit under the weather there, Will. <laughs> yeah. Um I had a very heavy stag do there last weekend. Um back to back stags coming up. Yeah, <laughs> when it when it rains it pours because I've got another one coming up now this weekend. So expect uh, big things on Monday from me. Uh, to be fair, twenty eight of us in Berlin will be quite enough, I reckon. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> moving on, you, moving you, swiftly you, on, moving swiftly are you, on. Are you nervous, Patrick? I I'm excited and nervous. Excited Kate, and nervous. Is Kate nervous? Um, not really. She's it'll, she's it'll, actually planning her own stag do <laughs> while I'm gone. Um, nice. Her and the her lads own, heading yeah, off. <laughs> yeah, she's planning her own um stag at home while I'm gone. So nice. looking forward to that. She's plenty of plans. So as you can hear, we also have the very experienced podcaster at this stage. Ben is back on the podcast with us again today. Ben, you played golf in london last week tell us about that i did that. patrick patrick good to see you um i actually went to play golf with a mutual friend of me and will i was introduced to by will he used to work with each other um peter mcgreevy he's now moved over to london we went down and played uh what could only be described as a field with a few golf holes yeah uh, royal strawberry hill apparently okay um but it was royal yeah, no, I was going to say abs- Royal. Abs- absolutely not. Not um, worth it. Okay. Huh. Ah, look, it was a good crack. Played with him and his brother-in-law. Uh, the day was, it was such a sunny day. And then as five o'clock came, as I was leaving to go to the golf course, it just pissed down. So mm. we got soaked for the first few holes. Um, and what is and it like? Just like 20, 30 pounds for, is it kind of like a public course kind of I vibe? think it was 25, 25 pounds um, and nine hole course. And I actually probably will go back and play in the summer. It's kind of a little run around track, but you start off with like a, a par five and then you go par three, par three, par three. Oh. And they're like two 
210, 220, 230, and just up, back, up, back. So mm. they've really they've really squeezed the holes in there. Mm. Um, but no, it's nice to get out, hit a few balls. And sorry, did you get the tube? I got the train. It's actually, and it's ideal, overground train just past uh, Twickenham. And it's and like a two any minute... chance you saw any other golfers on the train getting the, the uh, course, no? No, but I the other day I went to the driving range in Greenwich and was getting a lot of looks. A lot of guys who it was on a, it was the bank holiday Monday. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of guys who were out shopping with their girlfriends, like just kind of staring at my golf course, yeah, golf, golf yeah. clubs as I walked past. So <laughs> in envy, def- no doubt. Yeah, <laughs> you can definitely a way to make friends. Um, very good, very good. Um, that any was good. Are you Shani? I did. I played the Balcarrick Open Singles again on Sunday, and seriously, I'm going to give Balcarrick another shout out. The for 25 quid, the greens and the fairways are absolutely immaculate. There, um, superb condition, um, for the for the amount of money you have to pay to play that course. Um, a lovely, lovely little track. Um, and once again, yeah, Sunday Open Singles in Dublin, easy, easy enough to get a tea time out there. Um, great, great vibes out there. Real, real Muni kind of uh, mm. public American kind of golf course vibes. Nice. Um, how how was the shooting? Shooting was very good. I um actually was level par coming up the eighteenth, and um so that doesn't happen too often. No. So the 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 nerves were jing- jingling and jangling. Um, slightly pulled my tee shot and. Uh, the approach to the green was basically a tree directly in front of me and it was calling for a punched bend bendy four iron shot up to the green i was i was like there was like a gap underneath the branches um i could hear sevy on my shoulder like it was just i was i was inspired i was ready to go um gonna be my best round ever i was gonna punch this little four iron up tap in for birdie and and finish under par and i actually shanked the four (laughs) iron 30 yards across the fairway um and it was yeah that re if the if the nerves were jangling at that stage that really shook me um but i did well to make bogey from there so shot one over and i actually won the the open comp 50 quid golf ireland voucher Nice. And nice. I'm just yeah. looking at your round here. Three birds on the back nine. Decent. I see you I, did yeah. bogey the last, but a solid, uh, a very solid handicap of 2.5. Yes. Yeah. Baby. I'm delighted, to be honest. Yeah. Lowest Shani. I've ever been. So I'm, I'm, I'm trending. The game is trending. We're, we're going to have to think of new content when you get to scratch. <laughs> when I get to scratch. Yes. Love that energy, Will. I'm going to get there. Have you have you played under par before, Patrick? No, uh, just okay. in the the 16 hole composite course in the links but that doesn't really count so no, that's the goal this count. summer is to is to shoot under par that's definitely the nice. goal this summer and as yeah, i but... said to one of my, one of my buddies a, a fellow low handicapper andrew scannell said to me to the it's all about just being comfortable with being down around those scores coming up the 18th more and more often which yeah. um is good the old brain is the 15th club in the bag as they say so um mm. hopefully we can get more experience well, fair play level. to you that's uh Cheers. super shooting great great yeah. to see you coming into the season that you're uh you're on you're on form thanks lads yeah if this wasn't on a public podcast i'm sure i'd be getting much more of a slack <laughs> but um <laughs> anyway let's kick on with the shout outs this week so the first shout out actually goes to uh one eldrick woods um 
Is it Eldrick Tiger Woods or Tiger Eldrick or anyway? I think his it's name, Eldrick Tiger. His name's Tiger, and the boy um, has played some decent golf in his in his time. But he tweeted this week saying earlier today, or someone tweeted for him. He said earlier today, Tiger underwent a subtalar fusion procedure to address his post-traumatic arthritis from his previous talus fracture. Um, talus fracture. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if it's talus or talus. Sorry, Dad. Yes, certainly um, not talus. But it was. <laughs> well, it could be in his situation. <laughs> <laughs> it was performed by Dr. Martin O'Malley, lads. Oh, he's oh, oh, he's Denny McCarthy's younger cousin, I think. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think he's in the Kilbritton Golf Society, is he? <laughs> Dr. Martin O'Malley at the HSS Sports Medicine Institute in New York City. He has determined the surgery to be successful, and Tiger is currently recovering and looks forward to beginning his rehabilitation. So... I actually have acquired uh, a fifth beetle this week in terms of our medical um, correspondent for the podcast, um, retired Professor Fergus Shanahan, my my old man. And um, I just wanted to get a, a statement from our medical correspondent on what all that even means. He basically said that that's part of his ankle joint. It says he had a fracture there, which is quite serious. Looks like they decided to fuse it, which will greatly limit his mobility. And we all know that Tiger's mobility isn't isn't great to start with these days. Um, Dad also said, how reliable is this information? Well, it comes from his, his Twitter account, Dad, so that's fairly reliable. Um, he also said the talus bone is a bone in the ankle, and if fractured... The consequence is a painful arthritis. So they seem to have decided to fuse the subtalar joint to reduce the pain, but also seriously limits the movement. He said that's very serious for an athlete. So um, it doesn't sound great a, for Tiger. No, are we looking at a, a statement not too long into the future? Mm. Hanging up the golf <laughs> bag. How much bollocks have you talked to your dad that he thinks to just second guess anything you tell him? <laughs> Tiger paid the eleven no, euro on Twitter to get first, that tick. I I know for a fact as soon as he listens to this, he's gonna he's gonna critique me on my pronunciation of the talus bone. <laughs> but um, so it's either talus or talus. Who knows? Um, so okay, yeah, well, doesn't, doesn't sound good for Eldrick. Not big up all. Tiger. We're wishing you yeah. all the best. If you if you want to come on the pod for comment, please do reach out. Yeah. Yeah, um, come on. Maybe Tiger, we could so. maybe we could loop him and Fergus together. Like that seems like. Yeah, I'm sure um, himself, Martin O'Malley, and Fergus could sit down and have a chat. So, um, but we're we're almost pulling up dream nine, our dream four balls here. <laughs> um, so next on the shout out list is we would just like to shout out a call for help on anyone who can um help us find the Ring and Anne Sky Sports ad footage. That would be that would be greatly appreciated. I would love to see that. But um, just further clarification that Rang- Ringing Anne is a beautiful, beautiful spot if it was used in a Sky Sports ad. Um, another shout out to Black Caviar, who is a horse that won a thousand meter horse race quicker than Patrick Cantley took to take a four foot putt this week. <laughs> I saw that. That was one of the most amazing things ever. <laughs> Honestly. Just thought I'd get my weekly dig in at Patrick Antley, my namesake. Um, following on in the shout outs, 
um, somebody asked us to explain the name of our podcast, Covered It. Um, so I suppose Covered It is probably just one of my favorite um, phrases or terms used to hit a golf ball. Um, you know, it's it's the the commentators would always just say, "Oh, he covered that well with his chest." Um, so we always kind of like it. Um, we always kind of liked to say that on the course to each other. Oh, you covered that well. You can hear a different sound when you cover it. And also, I suppose the covered it has a sort of a journalistic um aspect or side to it as well. So, did I explain that well, lads? Yeah, I think you, that's. Yeah. I think you kind of you covered that pretty well. Um. <laughs> Uh, it was my uncle David who who asked, uh, "What does covered it even mean?" So yeah, I think we we've married the journalistic side, which we are all about. We're all about mm. facts and and getting news out there, and with uh, one of Patrick's favorite terms, so covered it. Yeah, it's hot. I preferred I preferred Dave's explanation of it was like something out of the band and AI center that we were going <laughs> yeah. doing stuff. <laughs> I'm just laughing at the, there's going to be so many lads listening to this going, oh yeah, those lads are journalists, all right. <laughs> <laughs> what I would say to that, though, is we are the top Irish golf podcast without a professional journalist working or on the <laughs> payroll of the podcast. So That's an uh, unof- unofficial ranking. Yeah, yeah, it's an unof- yeah, there's an unofficial like once, table once that we I, have. I keep yeah. myself, yeah. Um. So, and just for the... For the future of the pod, um, we've definitely got some exciting guests that we're hopefully going to line up in the next few weeks. So stay tuned for that. Um, and then you never know in the future. I've been wanting to do a live show at the Three Arena, but um, the manager Ben here doesn't seem to think we'll sell enough tickets. So um, you know, if we can get a a covered it pod fest going, um, I would I would love to get that going. But I don't think we'll sell enough tickets, Ben. Will we? I just not this year. I don't think. Maybe not. Got, we've, we've got a lot going on. If so, I get to, if I get to scratch, I'd say that could sell a few tickets. Mm. If you get to scratch, you'll have no time to even record the podcasts. <laughs> um. So okay, let's. Any more shout outs from from the boys there? No. Um. No, no I um. Sam McElroy, a friend of ours, we play a lot of golf with. He uh, sent us in. Bit of a fact check on the I made up something about podcasts, and if you go over twenty episodes, basically he sent us a fact that there are four million podcasts out there, and and of that, only seven hundred and twenty thousand have gone more than ten episodes. So we are now on episode eleven. So we are part of that seven hundred twenty thousand and one. And you know what they say: the first three point two million are the hardest to get past. <laughs> so we have done the hard work. We're on the back nine. So let's just just watch out for episode twenty. Who knows what'll happen? That's it. Nice. Let's keep let's keep let's keep growing. Shout it out to your mates. Help us along here. Um okay, so let's get into it this week. There's a thread that we wanted to start with this week to sort of um increase listener participation and um uh somebody shouted this out or messaged this in, I think, wasn't it? Once again, Once again my, your Uncle Dave. <laughs> it was my Uncle Dave. So Dave is getting a great a idea, Uncle week. Dave. Yeah, great yeah. idea. A great idea, Uncle Dave. So what we're going to do here is we're going to try and pick our favorite first opening three holes in Ireland. Um, and from here on out, then we might move into the fourth, fifth, sixth and, and get 
the listeners to message in as to which which are their favourite holes in Ireland. Um, and we're going to try and piece together our kind of uh, our kind of best 18 holes in Ireland here. It's probably been done many times before. That's no problem. We're going to do it again. But um, I, do, I think it's worth <laughs> explaining there as well that like obviously yeah. the first has to represent the first. And exactly. it's not you're not yeah. just picking your favorite nine holes or favorite 18 holes. They've got to be in their corresponding positions. Absolutely. Yeah. That's the beauty of it, because, yeah. you know, first holes are first holes for a reason. Um, I and do we just one more thing. Do we have to make sure it's like a par 70, 71, 72? Or can this be like, we, I'm sure we'll get some pars. <laughs> I, I, so I went, I, I, I think just we took do. the ruling I think we do. that like the front nine had to have a minimum of two par threes. And, I've, and two I've, and two par fives at least. I have maybe one. I have three par threes and two mm. par fives. Yeah, I think well, you just you have to be careful. Way, with... You got way over your skis here. We told you to prep for holes one to three, and you've come back to us with thirty-six nine. holes. <laughs> I have, I have a beautiful nine holes made. I'm just going to say. In fairness, I, I also do think there's no issue with having six par threes, six par fours, and six par fives. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's actually kind of strange that golf courses aren't designed like that. You yeah. need less uh, acreage. What would that add up to? 72. Okay. Oh, God, I hope so. Doesn't it? We need no, a fact check there, but no, I'm fairly no, sure. Fairly sure that would add up. Um, okay, well, I'll get going with mine. Um, my favourite first hole in Ireland, and sorry, just before I get into this, listeners, I know you're going to get in the comments and say, what about this? What about that? But obviously, this is going to be biased based on the amount of courses that I've played. I've played my fair few, um, so I'd I'd be giving a fairly educated assumption here. Um, but my favourite first hole in Ireland is the par 5 first at Doombeg. Um, the beautiful um, big high tee box up by the kind of bar slash pro shop slash clubhouse area um, with a uh, basically a par five that is all out in front of you. You can see the entire hole um, and um, it's just a beautiful, beautiful hole um, and definitely my favourite first hole in Ireland. I think that will be a popular, we'll, we'll stick up a poll on the Quack mm. uh, Twitter page or Instagram. I think that'll be a very popular first hole to pick from. I think it's it's good. I think it's good. What what do you guys have? Um, I did have Doombeg written down as well. Um, I also have Royal County down. I think the first hole there is pretty special. Um, okay. It just r- runs up along the beach and it's just, yeah, you're underneath kind of back behind the clubhouse, behind the famous starter's hut. I think Lovely. maybe the allure, the allure of that golf course as well. It just, you're excited to be there. You're, mm. you're, you're on one of, if not the nightest golf course in the world. So it's... yeah an excitement building hole never been I, never played and I actually either. I actually really struggle to find any more I do make well kind of I think Art Glass needs to mention I've never played there yeah that looks un- very good I saw that on the Sky Sports documentary the first sold at Art Glass looks very yeah. nice because it's almost like in the town it's very St. Andrews-esque yeah I think they have a cannon as well I could be wrong there but I'm fairly Ooh, sure I saw a cannon Jesus. In the video. we yeah. should talk to them about ringing on yeah, um, <laughs> the first in Port Marnock was was in my uh, Port Marnock um, old course uh, mm. was in my thinking as well. Will, what did you go with? Yeah, so I had uh, Doombeg and number one in old Port Marnock tossed up, and the winner for me was indeed same as you, Doombeg. 
I really, really enjoy it. Do you know what actually makes that is they have a multitude of tea boxes that you can hit off and yeah. it makes that whole exclude yeah. massively harder. But I, I also think it's so nicely groomed. Like they've got that big Rolex clock. At yes. The tea box yes. And everything. Yeah, clock, it kind of makes yeah, you yeah. feel like a bit special. <laughs> hitting yeah. it off on them. Like, it's so you could just cool. Imagine, you could just imagine hoardings around that first tee. Yeah. For a big oh, event, you know what I mean? Yeah. And also if you have a mega long drive in the car, it's, it's not a bad yeah. fairway to be hitting yeah. that, considering you've just spent five hours in the car. Um, just on the tee box piece, I always say this when I'm at a new golf course or any golf course really, but big flash tee boxes go a long way to just deciding oh. how nice a golf course is. Yeah. So many, so many okay golf courses get let down because your tee box is on a slope. They didn't flatten it properly. So I think it just oh, tee boxes. I'm, I'm, I get a horn for tee boxes. It, yeah. <laughs> it's actually the, the, the doom bag first. The, the first thing that comes to my mind is the tee box. Strangely yeah. Enough. Mm. yeah um no 100%. okay I'm trying to think so, any any other i i'd never played Lynch. yeah anyone having a pinch never been. no i haven't played there either um, Karn, I mean, no, it's, well I, actually no to be fair sorry the first hole in Karn on the the new wild atlantic dunes course there definitely came into my thinking as well it's the i suppose it's the old hack at 10th i think it was par, the par five par five it's it's actually very like the dune bag up right. over the hill it, yeah yeah it's actually it, the entrance to the green it's almost like it's modeled off the doom bag one or else the doom bag one is modeled off the current one they're very similar mm. Mm. well um is it, it's funny that more often than not par the uh, first holes are rather forgettable if you go yeah. through the nice courses around ireland uh like county louth Beltray isn't doesn't blow you away port rush doesn't blow you Waterville. away Waterville isn't anything special. Mm. Tralee isn't anything special. Mm. Like it's just it's it, it, normally because you're working away from the clubhouse and then you're trying it, two, three, four are often spectacular because you get towards the sea or you get towards kind of an open area. But yeah, firsts are generally aren't that special. Yeah, mm. I think yeah, it's kind of starting you off to get you into the course rather than yeah. necessarily being a a, rem- a rememberable one. We're really the, opening ourselves up here to. We're going to get slated for forgetting some absolute. I think ones. so. Yeah. I think so. But look, yeah. we're on a podcast, so we're putting our necks out there. Every every day's a school day. I'm here yeah. to learn. Okay. So thanks very much for the first hole there, lads. Um, we'll maybe get a strepsil when you can. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so let's move on to the second. Um, the, I actually had a few here, and like you said, Ben, when we were chatting before. At the start, I was like, oh, second holes. Like, I was trying to rack my brain. And then, I, like, five of them came into my head all at once. There was a few um, smaller ones. So, the, the second hole in Corbless is actually a lovely hole. You get a, you basically get a great view of the sea. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a tricky little short par four, um, not to be sniffed at. Um, of course, we have the famous second hole in Ring and Ann, but I'll, I'll stop talking about Ring and Ann at this stage. Um, the what actually got the nod for me was the second hole in the old head, simply just because it's so underrated. There's obviously so many beautiful holes out there, but I always loved the second hole in the old head. You start the first hole starts inland, so you don't really see the sea, and the walk to the second tee box, and once you get to the second tee box, it's like jaw dropping. It's unbelievable yeah. the views when yeah. you get there, and it just hits yeah. you like a wall. Um. So the second hole, hole in the old head definitely gets the nod for me. Um, like it's funny the way a lot of the time I'm thinking of links courses when I'm thinking of these holes, just because it's it's more the hole and the view. 
But mm. if I was to give it, uh, like uh, Mount Juliet second did come into my mind. Um, it's the dog leg right. Um, it's a kind of a really nice tee shot. Um, but it's very hard to pick parkland holes in these. Do you know? Yeah. I'm not too. Yeah. Sh- I'm not too sure how to fit one in. Um, I'm sure the listeners will. I also just yeah, yeah, it's 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 the same seven or eight courses that keep coming to my head. I know yeah. I'm missing some really nice yeah. ones like in the middle of the country, but I just can't you, quite think of them. You have I, to think of the smaller ones as well. Like that's mm. like the second hole in Corbless, when you get to that second tee box, it's just as nice as getting to the tee box in the old head. So I had very, to give it a very mention. difficult drive that. The in Corbless. Like, yeah. It's it's like it's a seven a, iron. It's a pitching wedge up to yeah, the yeah. up to the up flat to the corner. Um, yeah, yeah. It's brilliant. Or three wood at the green. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I love Corbis. I actually, I was yeah. quite the opposite to you, Shani. Um, when we when we agreed to do this, it was actually one hole that just came to me quite quite uh, quickly, okay. and that was yeah. the we went on a golf trip to the north last year, and Port Salon, the second hole there, it's a par four, lovely, and it is so cool. Unfortunately, we played it in a hurricane, but it is like the greatest <laughs> risk reward hole that you'll ever see. It's, it's dog leg left and it's got a river that pokes its head out towards the fairway and it's so cool and I would love to go back up there and play it on a nice summer's day but that was a an easy first prize for me for hole two yeah beauty. yeah so it was Port first, it, a, is Port Allen a parkland no no uh, the link, no. links course yeah okay. all runs it's got to be it runs along a beautiful strand lovely um and when you're so you you your first hole is you're building up to the top of a hill and then you get to the second and then your second is a massive drop down over a dog leg um but you the dog leg is this estuary that cuts into the sea but you've no idea what your carry line is especially when you're playing in a hurricane so mm. uh, you kind of pump a driver down there and actually you, you carry the bend more than you think so if you went out and played it a second time you could cut off more um but it's a pretty spectacular hole I'll, I'll send you i'll stick a picture in into the group so you can have a have a look at it but it's uh yeah port salon was there and then i had old head written down and i actually think the second in Tralee is pretty spectacular okay yeah um is it a, is a par five or a long par four have you played Tralee, Sean? i haven't played Tralee yet oh, okay uh you played it will right yeah i was just thinking there oh yeah that's an unreal hole and the water's all on your right and, you, and it turns right. really hard right hand side and then you play a long a second a very long second out to that yeah. green yeah, yeah, that's a savage hole. Um, so, but yeah, I think Port Salon Bay. I can't, I can't remember what we agreed. Are we building a covered ish eighteen holes, or are we building individually our eighteen holes, or are we doing both? I'm not too sure. We could potentially do both. Okay, we'll do both. So we're we're going to agree that Doombag was one. Mm. Yeah, I I um, would put. I think the old head is spectacular, but I think there's so many old head holes that might go into this i know yeah i know you want to share the love like and i i did love port salon okay yeah. we'll throw port salon in a second okay nice um just uh as well talking about parkland holes there's def i've played one of the power scorts i think power scort east i think i played and i want to go back and play the west but there was definitely some lovely holes there but i just can't mm. remember which ones they were that obviously that par three kind of signature hole as well I, that that will feature i think um so it just needs more research we just need to play more golf play more golf um yeah, who knew? but um who knew? so yeah we'll move on to the third and um uh i struggled on this one um, Ooh, i didn't yeah i, didn't I struggled on this one but i i've gone for the third in waterville um, 
first time you kind of see the water when you come around to it, it incredibly difficult. Just uh, like it's it's not exactly terribly long, but it the wind it, it usually just play into the wind there, so it plays long, and you just can't go right, and there's just yeah. no room for error. So, um, I think optically that hole sucks you right. You always want to, yeah. and like by by default, then you end up doing the exact opposite, and that course on the left hand side just becomes those two so bunkers, yeah, all play. those bunkers. Like, oh. It's tough, like it's tough. Yeah, it's very tough hole. Um, very tough hole. So you didn't struggle, then? I could I could almost build the nine holes out of third holes. <laughs> Go on, give so me like, one. Could I you? basically had forgotten about Waterville, but that that already is the winner. No the, way. The third in the old head, the par three. Like See, name it, I just yeah. I know. But like find find a name a better par three than one that's like cut into the side of a hill. Well, yeah. the well all all the three all other the par threes. <laughs> I know. So then the third in Port Rush. Okay, what's that? Um, no, I'm thinking of the fourth in Port Rush. Well, the third in Port Rush is quite nice as well. You play out and then actually no, forget that one. Okay. Um, the third in Critch. Honestly, the so the first time we ever played Critch again was in a hurricane. We didn't really know much about it. And the first two holes you play inland and you're like, okay, not much going on here. You hit your drive on the third and you go over a hill. And like as you approach the hill, you don't know what's coming and you walk up and all you see is just sea and like these little islands around you. And, and then you play your approach shot and it looks like it's a floating green because there's nothing around it behind it. Beautiful. We, Maybe it's time to give Critch Island a, a, a big shout out here because a lot of people that I've spoken to don't have a clue where it is or what it is. So do you want to just explain where and, and what it what it is? So it's 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 a nine hole course up in Donegal. We first played it two years ago mm. and we've since been back there four or five times. We went up, we played there with Eric Anders Lang. Um, we actually we we recommended he went up there and he ended up going up there as part of a filming uh, a bit he was filming on Donegal. He must be proud our, of that. Yeah. We then brought our dads back up there and then we went mm. back up there again. Like the first time we went there was in a camper van. We were doing a bit of filming for YouTube. Scott had a hole on one. And basically, it's this little nine hole course we'd never heard of it before. Somebody suggested it to us we went up there and it's like I said, yeah. the first two holes aren't that spectacular, and then from three on. You're just you've got this the sea around you everywhere. It's this little kind of pokey course. You don't really need a driver, but it's a lot of fun. I've never I've never played it, but from the videos that I've seen of you when you guys were there, it looks like the whole course is just hanging off cliffs. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like a it's like a obviously a less manicured old head, and maybe the holes aren't quite as nice because it's there's not quite enough room for a good golf course. It's only nine holes. But what they've done there is spectacular, and you yeah. never one you'll never have a nicer pint of Guinness. You'll hmm. never meet a nicer group of people in the clubhouse. Whoever's in there, Jay, um, hopefully, and Jay, Jay the barman, and we've just anyone we've met so far, we've told to go up there. So if ever add it to your golf trip, yeah, Don- yeah. Donegal has quickly become my favourite county to go play golf in. And if you are yeah. doing it, go to Critch, go play Narn and Port New, go play all the Rossapennas, go play Port Salon. It's it's a mecca up there. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, and tell me about a better trip you had. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. very very cost effective. Is the are the cliffs in Critch kind of? Do you feel are you the same height as the old head? That no, high up or, it's, it's not as high. It's not as high as the old head. Is it's not as extreme. Yeah. But the yeah, the yeah. just to recount, Scott's not with us this week, but to recount Scott's hole in one, the the sixth hole is about 120 yards, and Scott played a rescue, which he would normally hit 220 yards. 
um, pitched it behind the behind the hole, and it just slowly trickled in. Beauty. And there was knee slides. There was waterproofs being ripped. Someone there was threw a, a dog. dog. <laughs> um, so it'll forever. It will live long in our memory. Excellent. Um, and we actually got most of it on camera, except I turned the camera off because I was like, "There's no way he's going to put this in mm. uh, after he struck the ball." And then I tried to turn it back <laughs> on, and there was all sorts of commotion. This is the kind of stuff that you get on your golf trip. So uh, check out Lions Links and, and all those companies and get onto it. Um, um, sorry, okay, I've got so, one more yeah. one more third hole. It's also Trilly, which is from the back tees. Is this like one probably like one ninety par three? Mm. Um, but again, it's like the tee box is beautiful. It's big square tee box. There's a lovely wall that they've built on the right hand side of the tee box. You may you may remember a picture of Shane Lowry teeing off on it. Um, and it's yeah, it's just a, I, so I've something I I love long par threes. I think they're yeah, yeah like I just love a long par three. You play down to again. There's water all around you. The sea. You play down to like a round tower is behind the behind the green. Um, yeah, truly. I don't know. I'm I'm really torn. I I really want to put Trilly there, but I think Waterfill probably pips it for me. Gotcha. Isn't that okay. isn't it weird that when a natural flow for golf courses or to inject a par three on three? Mm. Yeah, there's just there's listening a lot to of us all three talking threes, there. Yeah. Like there's yeah. a lot of par three threes. Mine kind of seems a bit dull after that. That. What I would Is describe as like sort of inspirational speech Ben just gave. Um <laughs> I just have written down Mount Juliet part three. <laughs> which seems a little hard to Oh Mount Juliet's follow. part three, yes. Yeah. You know oh, that um, is so good. That is a lovely I love one. that part three. Mm. It's, it's That's so my cool. favorite stretch of Mount Juliet is three and four. Two, three, Two, four. Three, yeah. four. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. That's a deadly, a deadly hole as well. But I think we can all agree, yeah. Waterville. So we put in Waterville in there. Yeah, I've been jotting these down. That's as a well. par five, par four, par four start. I really want Tralee in there. Yeah. Well, look, I think we can think about it and, and post it afterwards. But I, I think the main part of this, guys, is please get your comments in. You can call us idiots if you want, but. <laughs> Get get it. So next week we're going to put a poll up for the fourth hole, and we can just have a shorter discussion on the best fourth holes in Ireland. And I have, I have we'll a really there. really good one. Oh. Is it Bandon? David, save it. It's it's actually not Bandon though. No. <laughs> Funny enough, <laughs> I love Bandon. Dad, Dad was telling me you drove the you drove the fourth in Bandon last week when you played with them. What? Oh you me? Did. Yeah. Oh sorry. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like guy, no, guy couldn't do that. Yeah, I was but, like, uh, fair play to him. That's a big hit. <laughs> yeah. I did, oh, yeah. I hit the I, my actual ball bounced on the green. Nice. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. That's, okay. It's I'm looking forward yeah. to the segment to building yeah. on it, and eventually we're gonna have. We might we might do it by uh, three holes a week. We might do one hole a week. Who knows? Yeah, maybe we'll yeah. see how it goes. I think I, th- but I think it's a good one because I think Irish golfers love. And take a bit of pride in playing all of the courses around the country, yeah. and it's just it will start a big argument at any table full of Guinness. Yeah, yeah. Um. So moving on. So um. Do we want to do Quack Watch? Yeah. Um. We can do um, Quack Watch. It's it's a pretty short. It. It's a short <laughs> segment. Um. We actually, in all the excitement of last week, we forgot that about Quack Watch. So last week, uh, Robin, our French player, was playing in Japan. Um. Okay. He, I think he finished in the 30s. He was doing okay. He had a bad last day. Um, 
but another cut made we love weekend work here at quack we love mm-hmm. working at the weekends mm-hmm. i was actually up at five o'clock in the morning on sunday to watch japan fair play um one of the guys uh, I managed, Dion, the South African, finished 10th. So I wanted to get up and watch him play. And again, I'll give out to the European Tour. I got up to watch a guy who made it into the top five at one stage. I didn't see him hit one ball. Mm. Come on, European Tour, sort that out. Mm. That's not um, And so this week, they're in South Korea. We've got Robin and Goodmunder are playing in South Korea. So let's keep an eye out for them. And Gurdeki is playing on the Challenge Tour in Abu Dhabi. So look forward to that. Very good. Very good. Um, so then on the other side of the pond, in the, on the PGA Tour, they had, is it the Zurich Classic? They, so this was played in pairs. And I, I apologize. I really just did not watch that much golf this week, but I saw bits and bobs. Was it? Was it a? Was it all foursomes alternate shot all week? No, they oh. the formats were different on each day. Okay, so it's it switched between four balls and foursomes, but there was obviously in pairs. So, in fairness, I just think it's so funny looking at the pairs and kind of figuring out how the hell they had this kind of became how, friends. How they became friends, like the best one, <laughs> which everyone saw this week on Twitter and TikTok, was Keith Mitchell and Sun JM. Unreal. Two of my boys in in my stable. Um. But like Sunjay... Stable is getting big, Shani. <laughs> I have a you large have to stable. apply for lar- planning permission. <laughs> I have a large stable. It's down in Kildare there. Um, with all the other stables. <laughs> <laughs> what are they called, actually? Where the, li- 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 yards, isn't it? Livery yards. Is, are they just called yards? Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's go with that. Um, so yeah, uh, like Sunjay like i didn't realize this but his english is very limited um and um but himself and keith mitchell were having a laugh and uh they were trading kind of um so sung jay was obviously teaching keith a bit of south korean yeah and and keith mitchell was teaching sung jay about um a lot of different college sports and all sorts and he, he he was teaching him about he basically taught him what a quarterback was in nfl um, and I'm kind of like Sungjae. How long have you been living in America now? Surely you know that. Um, but they were great gas to watch. Um, Tom Kim, Kim and Siwoo Kim. Love that the Kims. Yeah, yeah, the Kims. Could have a bit of Irish representation there with Tom Kim. Yeah. Um, Denny McCarthy and Joel Damon. Yeah, I'd say that was a good laugh. Denny McCarthy and Joel Damon. Yeah. Um, and who won it? Nick Har- Nick Hardy and Davis Riley. It was like thirty under par. Which it was kind I of. Like I kind of wish it was given more. I kind of wish so, they had more of a build up into it, or, or I don't know. Like you could imagine, like if they were talking about it for longer, if you were like, "Oh, do you want to team up with me in next April?" Yeah. You know, if they sort of built it up, and you mm. might actually watch. I it, agree. I, I agree. I kind of got to got to the competition and then realized that they were playing in pairs rather Absolutely. than like pre knowing yeah. about it. I, I did no think idea. the two fitzes were cool. Yeah, that was a, a pretty cool. Um, Thing. Someone was telling me a story that when they were younger, they used to play um, separately. And then when the foursomes would come around, they'd team up and absolutely destroy their yeah. golf club. Yeah. Like it's it's totally different when you bring in foursomes and four balls. Like Colin Marikawa and Max Holman missed the cut. Mm. Yeah. Um, kind of wild to think that they used to play in underage golf together. I remember I used to play 
uh, like some junior golf with Bandon Golf Club. Um, okay. And like the team of mate, we used to have one good guy, uh, Barry, who used to play off like three, and the rest of us were between like eight and like fourteen handicaps. And yeah. you'd end up team up. Uh, shout out Robert Sline. Don't know if he listened to this, but me and him used to partner up. He was a lefty. Uh, the two of us used to be off like twelve. And we actually, one year, we, we won the kind of West Cork division. We beat like nice. the likes of Bantry. And so we went through to the Cork division and uh, we came up against FOTA and their highest handicap was three and our lowest handicap was three. Oh, and nice. I think I was beaten on the 12th hole. Oh, if, anyone, no. if anyone's played Bandon, the 12th hole is as far away from the clubhouse you can get. <laughs> it was embarrassing. It's a cold so walk I, home. I can't imagine coming up against the two Fitzes in a game of foursomes. Yeah. That's yeah, what, um, but I wrote down for the Zurich Classic. I was like, "Do we really care about it? Like, should we care more? Are we, we just a little bit? More. Are we overgolfed because we kind of had back-to-back elevated le- events?" Yeah. And then my other thought was, "Is this kind of an, a window into team golf? Like, we all think team golf would be good if there was more of it, but realistically, do yeah, do we actually care about it?" Uh, this is just the top of a conversation at the moment, like with Liv and everything, yeah. and they yeah. just seem to be given. They're giving less importance to it on the PGA Tour and DP World Tour and obviously more importance to it on the Live. So somebody's right. We will eventually find out. Yeah. Um, and, and as a, a perfect uh, segue into yeah. Live into my segment, again, we got so carried away. La- what do we even talk about last week? I feel like it was a giddy thought. <laughs> singing you were singing the whole time (laughs) and i'll just apologize to everyone that will not be coming back even though we did we did get a comment saying can we keep the singing quiz no no oh who was that from uh jody hoskin okay Uh, thanks jody Jody, we can give you we can release a bonus pod for you jody but i don't think anyone wants to hear shani do any more singing (laughs) so yeah last week in my notes i had written down let's do a preview on live adelaide because i think it's going to be good it's going to look they've built a party hole all this sort of stuff we didn't cover it but just to cover this week, Liv, is it finally working? There was some turnout. Yeah. It was very huge, wasn't it? Some turnout, my God. The Aussies just love that, though. The Aussies love sport. They, they, love, they love the underdog. And at the moment, Liv is an underdog, so I can see the Australia really getting behind it. I think the proof in the pudding will be they're actually, they have another event this week in Singapore. Yeah, yeah, it is Singapore, I think. Yeah, yeah, it starts on the twenty eighth, which is yeah on Thursday. Yeah. So, the proof being the pudding, will they have as good a turnout in Singapore? Not a hope. I highly doubt it. Not a hope. Not a hope. Um, They should just play in Australia the whole time. They should play three or four events in events in Australia. I think a couple. I think the event in London is probably going to be quite big. I think that could be big. Yeah, people will want it because the UK doesn't get that many big events. Yeah, sure they're, the they're all Greg Norman heads down there. Like, they love exactly. Them. Are you going to go to the one in London? Well, yeah, I'd say they're so. From around, I will. Mm. Like, Greg Norman is the Rory McIlroy for Ireland or the Paul yeah. Harrington in Australia. Mm. So, like, Aussies are going to get behind whatever he does the same way if. Audrey Harrington showed up with an event we would get behind it. So yeah, well, he did just open a putting green in Marley Park there recently. So oh you know. yeah, actually, shout out to Podrick for doing that. That's, that looks yeah, like a lot of fun. It does. I yeah. reckon that that will be dug up by vandals. In <laughs> it will. This is the issue with Ireland, no. man. That you that place nice will stuff. get vandalized. Can't have nice and, things, unfortunately. Yeah, sorry to say it, but yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, back to live. Like, um, I know it did work, and I I love a a party hole or a stadium hole or whatever you want to call it. And um, 
so I obviously love the Phoenix Stadium hole. Mm. My own my issue still with Liv is to me, golf has to matter. It has to there has to be a care factor. Like when those players are playing with not a care in the world, there's no pressure on them to hold any putts. There's no pressure on them to do anything. Golf yeah. is about going up the 18th level par and being nervous about shanking the ball over across the other side of the ferry, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but like, that's look what golf's at, about, you know, you need pressure, you yeah. need something on the line, like as my, my dad, like whenever myself and my dad are playing, we always put two euro on it because mm. like yeah. there has to be something, there has to be something yeah. about it and just, look, they're getting paid anyway, it just doesn't, yeah. they don't care. Look what happened to Cam Smith, like, you know, yeah, he's, he's just, before he left, he was like literally, he was just so Mr. Consistent, had an Unreal Masters, yeah. won the Open, announced he was going to live, and then just like, just, I, I kind of get what you mean. Yeah. Like, it's just like, you're, you're not in love with the game. Also, the way that the contracts works is that whatever money they get, uh, so Taylor Gooch, let's say he's given 20 million as a signing bonus. He He won 4 million this week. He's not actually getting four million. That four million is just deducted off his signing bonus, and so once once his earnings goes over the twenty million or whatever his signing bonus is, mm. that's when he starts to make more money. So, oh, oh, so, so he gets given the twenty million for signing first and foremost. So he gets twenty million up front, and then yeah. every every event he'll make so four million this event. He might make two okay. million next event. Eventually, he'll make his twenty million threshold, and then he'll start earning more money above that. Okay, until, so he's not, he, yeah, okay. Until that point, he's not making any more money. But so if there you're is something given on the line for ridiculous them. figure of money to join live, yeah, you know, you're you're kind of like, ugh. yeah. So it's almost actually the the bigger guys who got the most amount of money to begin mm. with have the hardest job to beat that threshold. So yeah. it's almost like it's What's yeah. the point? Yeah, DJ yeah. just going to show up because that's all he has to do. Yeah, yeah. Look, I'm, I'm a big fan of team golf and the kind of the atmosphere that you saw down there in Australia looked unreal. To be fair, it did look unreal. I just, I don't know. I just, I'm not a fan of exhibition golf. I just, it My, has to mean something. Look, I, I'm a, I'm a big fan for it. I think there's a place for live, um, and I, I think this week is what live needs to be. The, the few points that I dislike is, uh, stop moaning about ranking points. Just turn it into a four day event. I don't think anyone would care if you backtracked yeah, and said, just look, we're going to make it 72 holes. If you want OWGR points, because we all know uh, Patrick Reed or Cam Smith is better in the world than what he is currently ranked. So we need a way to fix that. And also, can the can the live Twitter accounts just please, for, for like sake of a better word, just fuck off. Like... Can you stop? It's never going to be apples to apples. Can you stop comparing? They're like, oh well, look at the look at the amount of people that showed up this week compared to Zurich, and you're like, oh, okay, they're embarrassing. Well, like, can it's you just compare it to an elevated event? I just yeah. The um, live Twitter account is like it's it looks like it's ran by it's a child. A desperate. It's um, horrible. I was playing golf with uh, Dean from Seed. Um, shout Will, out. Will shout what out a great golf, segue into Seed. telling our viewers about our yeah. discount code. Yeah. So uh, Dean. I was very upset with me. I only lost one seed ball in Ballybunion. Um, <laughs> and he was, funnily enough, he was telling me a story that interesting enough, people often write to him saying, I found one of your golf, golf balls on the golf course and oh, really? I, I used it for the rest of my round and I really liked it. And now oh, I'm going to buy some. So he's all for spraying them around the place. What seed but, ball was Dean using? Yes, I was just about to ask. He S uses SD an SD, SD2. Well, oh! He, 
he he did show me the, the... he did show me the golf ball and he's like I don't have my glasses so what does that say so I'm not sure he's too fussy on <laughs> I think that's like the equivalent to a Pro V1X rather than I, a Pro V1 and notably he was getting a lot of spin on the green a lot yeah, more than me so I'm going to possibly look at an SD2 for the next round of purchases see what happens well you're so easily influenced yeah <laughs> but uh he, he's he playing with, saying, this, with the founder of seed so like whatever yeah. he says goes yeah he 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 sold it to me by how spinny his ball was on the green but he was also saying that live and i completely agree with him that they need to come away from like this is like the same as the pga tour because it's not yeah. it don't don't try and force a square peg through a circular hole instead he was like they should make it like a golf festival Mm. And yeah. that, like, you kind of go to it as like, a, it's not, it's a different. I don't know quite what that entails, but mm. I actually really mm. liked that idea. Like, it's a golf festival, and maybe had it a bit more closer to the exhibition um, style. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. exactly. Um, so, so either be an exhibition and be a festival. Yeah, I don't care about ranking points. Who cares? You're getting paid lots of money, yeah. or go to seventy-two holes and become a little bit more serious, or or still have the festival play 72 holes and then yeah. we can yeah. give you ranking points yeah funnily like, enough then actually do you know if they were to switch to 72 they would have to change their name to lexi because it's 72 so live is 54 isn't it yeah so 72 is l l x x i i lexi i don't i don't hate that I don't hate it either. Okay, so let's just go through what actually happened there. Four aces, four aces are dominating. They won again. They have not finished outside the top three yet. They're just they're too strong. They're too good. Okay. Um, the range coats, my boys, they came good. They came finished second, helped by Taylor Gooch. Um, he was on to shoot some sort of record, but kind of stumbled on the last day, but still won it. And then uh, the South African Stingers came third. Um, funnily enough I'm actually I'm now that there's like four events and you can see a bit of a trend and kind of who's playing Mm. well and what teams it's actually very interesting looking at this now isn't it yeah um so after the first round the cliques were in first they were doing pretty well Scots boys um they ended up finishing last so Mm. they sit 11th in the table at the moment Will, out of our, our league, Will, you're doing the best. You, Torque, are in second. Oh, wow, Will, you're flying. You yeah. are flying it. It's They're on 52 points. The Range Goats are on 27, helped a lot by that second place. Uh, Shani, your high flyers are in eighth. Mid-table, yeah. Very much mid-table. There's a, bit of a, there's a bit of a drop-off, though. My guy's in seventh on 27 points. And then it drops to 18 points. And then, Sorry, forgive me because of my age, but did we pick these teams ourselves, or were we handed these teams? How, we did. How did, we we did, these we did the quiz. Shani, there's a oh, the... there's a team picker on the. Live oh website. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember on, it's, so. it's the Live only reason knows, anyone goes on yeah. to the live website. And um, uh, I also can confirm now that David Puig has now a live photo. Mm. That's great. And uh, he doesn't also, have any live points. <laughs> no, no, no points, but a very dashing photograph. Kind of looks like someone who may fix a photocopier for you. Um, and then um, Sebastian, I'm going to say Moonez again, just because Scott loved it. Moonez. He also he also has a photo, which is great to see. Yeah. So we're actually we're all photoed up. Oh yeah, Lee Westwood does for some reason. It was showing up as didn't. Um. I, what I'll say is for the Majestics is that I think having three captains is really dragging on them. Yeah. Yeah. They, they're rock bottom. Haven't got a result yet. 
Just too many, think... too many chiefs spoil. Was that <laughs> too many chefs in the kitchen? I would think. Yeah, yeah, spoiled broth. Um. So, mm. anything else that happened to live? Ask uh, him. I don't like picking on someone, but he so far he's finished forty eighth, forty eighth. He's forty eighth. last there, isn't he? Yeah. And then mm. last week he finished forty seventh. He beat Martin Keimer. What the hell happened to Martin Martin Keimer? It's also Former very difficult. I can't. Oh no, sorry, he didn't beat Martin Keimer. He Martin Keimer finished forty six. He beat. He well, beat Martin Laurie Carter. Martin Keimer is currently forty ninth on the live tour. Um. um yeah. Why? Okay. Why can't I find the results from Live Adelaide? I know. Like, I couldn't find them either. Their website is quite confusing. They give you oh. a com a convoluted system. But they, I, I well, want to know. I want to know what the scores were. Yeah, they, I can't find that either. It's a bit of a a night like every, everything's all over the place. All the photos they look like they all uploaded their own photo, doesn't it? Like it's, mm. there's no consistency anywhere. Sorry, can I just uh, just to give you the results from Liv? I found them. So S Kim did finish third last, but only because Sam Horsfield withdrew. And then Laurie Cantor came in and just played like one round, which seems like a weird system. <laughs> no. So uh, Taylor Gooch finished 19 under. Um, S. Kim finished 14 over. If my calculations are correct, that is a gap of 33 shots over three wow. rounds. Wow. That's 11 shots around. Mad. That's like a local club comp. Yeah. Um, okay. So, any more takes on live there, lads? I will say I just saw a picture of the golf course they're going to play in next week, and it looks unbelievable. The resort yeah, picture. It mm. looks unbelievable. What's happening on the PGA Tour? Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. 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 I think John Ram is the, is the biggest guy playing. Is he? Okay. Fair play to him. Not just taking a bit of time off after. Yeah. Would he ever he just is. chill out? Yeah. He's okay. golf mad, isn't he? We're moving on from live then. Um, so next up, um, we are going to do just kind of a, just to finish off, we've no quiz this week, I don't think, lads, do we? No. no. So we'll just finish off with a kind of a quick recap of bits and bobs that we've seen during the week. Um, this so, segment is basically just what's what's been going on in golf Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> golf so. Twitter, golf TikToks. Um, but definitely... That my biggest take of the week and my biggest shout out is to Rob Hogan, an Irish guy who um is on the would you say he's on the speed golf tour? I don't know, but he's a speed golfer and he shot a 76 in 32 minutes. So speed golf is a combination of your score and your time together. So 76 plus 32 minutes. So his score was 108. Um Pretty impressive. So it's very impressive. He That's was incredible. Printing, and he has like yeah. I saw can, the little holster. Yeah, a little holster clubs. for his yeah, clubs. Yeah. So he obviously only had. He three. might have only had. Did he only have three? Yeah. He shot seventy six in thirty two minutes with three clubs. And yeah. puts with his wedge. He, he with, oh my god! Like what? what is there anything to be said for just quickly playing? That golf? is impressive. I I personally love the sound of this. I would love to combine running and golf. I love a run myself. He, sorry, Patrick, this is going to make mm. fantastic content. He, I think he was organizing, last year he definitely organized a speed golf event in Dundrum Golf Course. That's where he plays. Oh, in Tipperary? 
Yeah, I've played yeah. that. It's a lovely let's, course. Let's uh, let's get a YouTube video. I'll do it. Patrick Shanahan against I'll Rob Hogan. Could we get Rob Hogan on the pod? I think would so. love to. I'd love to. Yeah. That'd be no, a great just, one. Yeah. Once I'm he gets interested. back from New Zealand. <laughs> um, oh, I would absolutely love to do that. I'd probably bring more than three clubs. I'd probably, I'd probably put throw the old quack Springer Sunday bag on my back. Yeah, yeah. maybe. You know what I think? Make it a bit fairer because obviously Rob is very good. Like, Shani, you're very good at golf, but <laughs> often, you do, often you don't break 76 whilst <laughs> you're strolling around <laughs> the golf course. Sprinting around. So, so maybe me and Will could be in a buggy carrying your yeah. clubs. And uh, we could be yardaging things because and I just do. jog. Does, yeah. Like, does Rob just step up well, with seven no, yards everywhere? Funnily, no, funnily enough, I think they do have a caddy because I saw a caddy, I saw a guy like races out in front of him on an electric bike to oh. find the ball and maybe he gets the yardage for him. Now, I need, like, if there's Operation. any speed golfers out there, please confirm, get in the comments because, um, but like, yeah, honestly, if you're wondering what the hell we're talking about, get onto TikTok and, and, type in speed golf and there's some some really good content out there I'll, I'll reach out to him for some comment and yeah. see if he and, can send us a yeah. quick voice yeah. note I can stick into this episode yeah one of our own Rob Hogan on Rob yeah come on Rob knew. anything else been going on or was that, is that all you had <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a few no, bits I, I think the two of you can tell me what's going on here so TaylorMade has released another one of their mini drivers um, it's a throwback to their old bubble shaft golf club which was actually before my time Okay. Um, but the design of it, they've had, they've got the old tailor-made logo. They've got the old tailor-made imprint on the face. It looks sexy, for the want of a better word. Okay. But what the? Is I a, know. What is yeah. a mini driver? I, it's a three I know. Wood, right? You asked me to to look into this, and I completely forgot. But um, you can as, surely tell me, Will. As a gearhead, sure. as a as a tech head myself, the the best way I would describe it to you, Ben, um, and people can challenge me on this if you want, but it's it's more or less a two wood. Um, okay. it's more yeah. or less for the guy for, that probably has a load of for speed people that can't and, hit a driver exactly he pro- it's probably for the guy that hits hits driver left right all over the place but he hits it a mile yeah. so he's not worried about distance he's just trying to control it a bit better Shani, I think are, I think are you, technique are you, uh, are you talking about me Shani? I'm pretty <laughs> much talking about you core, core technique wise Driver is the only club you hit up on the ball, whereas the rest of them, you can all hit down on it. And it's for anyone that's kind of struggles to hit up on the ball and it's, yeah. you can still get a decent amount of yardage. Ben, ben I, maybe, I you will, could, yeah, maybe you could I, have fade with this. I but will. Me, but also Scott. Scott hits yeah, extremely down on the ball. Extremely down on the ball. Six degrees with a three wood. By, by, yeah. by, if my memory serves Mur- me well. Murdering his three wood. <laughs> I'm happy I, with Scott's game um, at the moment, though. I think his driving yeah. as well, so that's fine. But strongly, yeah, Ben, you could potentially use this. Strongly against the, the the branding of that driver. I think it's one of the worst clubs I've ever seen. I know. What's Scott's new one? The Aeroflot? No, 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 no. Oh, the Burner. Um, the Burner, the yeah. Oh, jeez. Like, sorry, I just, revolting. like, golf man- club manufacturers have run out of things yeah. to sell. So I they're now selling made-up things. The mini driver that is not a thing that is a three wood or a two wood or a brown match. brown is not a color you want on uh on a on a driver like <laughs> when, when i think of a driver i think of like i think of an f1 car i think of uh, a fighter a fighter jet plane yeah. not uh a third color <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've never seen a brown f1 car to be fair no um but yeah i just I know, I know, I have hit one before, and I didn't hit it very well, so maybe that's why I don't like it. But I just think you're you're selling yeah. me a 
three wood that's slightly different yeah with a longer shaft yeah um they announced uh there is a a rider cup style event happening for the seniors but it's it's somehow a three it's a three-team event it's the rest of world v europe v america so there ernie ells is captaining the rest of world darren clark is team europe jim furick is team america I'm not sure how it's going to work. I like it's the sound of that. Yeah, yeah it sounds very exciting, and I will certainly be watching it. Mm. Um, but I just don't know how three teams can play a, a golf event against each other. Any ah, anything to work. be said for ditching the Presidents' Cup and just joining them in? In yeah, um, in the like in, ma- the, in the in the Ryder Cup. Cup. Yeah. yeah, or would some would people see. that tradition break might might break the internet? Mm. And the rest of the golf world. Oh, that would yeah. You well, could, do what do you mean? I mean, keep the Ryder Cup and then scrap the presidents and create a America a, a, versus a rest of the world. Yeah, yeah you yeah, could you yeah. could dip your toes in that way, and if it was success, just the Ryder Cup could just yeah. Nah, you can't get rid of the Ryder Cup. But definitely not the Ryder Cup. Would maybe scrap the Presidents Cup. Yeah. Um. Uh, what else is going on? Uh. uh Christian Bezadenhout, he's gone three hundred and thirty-six holes without a three putt on the PGA Tour. That is first, incredible. first up, I did not know Christian Bezadenhout was playing on the PGA Tour. I actually, I <laughs> he actually sounds thought, like a live golfer. Sounds like a live golfer. I actually really like Christian Bezadenhout. He's a nice guy. But oh, do you know him? Yeah. Have you had a cup of tea yeah. with him? <laughs> um, three hundred thirty-six holes out of three foot. That is ludicrous. It is. Any, it's any amazing. Tips? Well, I think no. But the the the. PGA Tour average is thirty six holes, so, so golfers go to basically two rounds without a three putt. And he he's gone three hundred and thirty six. That is he's unbelievable. Gone, yeah. What I said to you was, 20. could you imagine what our handicaps would be right now if if we went three hundred and thirty six holes without a three putt? Oh yeah. my god. I have one other point. Uh, there was a very f- uh, funny encounter between uh, Dick Bland and yes. Eddie Pepperell on Twitter. Um, both of them have actually come out and said, apologized and said they had both had too much wine. But uh, Ed, <laughs> basically, Dick Bland came out and said that this is the best, the, the party hall down in Adelaide and the event itself was the best event of golf he's ever played in. And Eddie piped up and said, look, the European Tour actually do try and do a lot of stuff like this. They've done golf sixes. They've done the Heineken hole. They've done a beta pro. So like the European tour are pretty good at trying to innovate. Um, and then Richard Bland said, basically, Eddie, what would you know? You've only been on tour for 15 minutes. What's going <laughs> on? And Eddie came oh. back and said, well, in my 15 minutes, I won more events than you did. Um, it was definitely a bit of a wine-a-thon. Yeah. 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 Merlot sounds like that. Um. I one last bit from me um is that Rosses there's a bit of a bit of noise on Twitter um coming from Sligo for Ross's point to host an Irish Open in the future. Um and I back it. Uh I, I would I'm, back I'm just a big fan of getting more links courses on the circuit and the issue is that a lot of our best links courses are just very inaccessible. Yeah. Um, I I made a joke in the WhatsApp group about if you gave the Irish Open venue selection to um the Fire Festival organizing yeah. group, they would probably just stupidly pick uh, an inaccessible links course, and you'd have all sorts of somewhere like. Um, 
Yeah, Car- well, look, yeah, Karen is obviously very simple. But I was thinking, like, they'd probably pick the old head and you'd yeah. have fans falling off the cliff and all sorts of cracks. So I am all, I think, kind of, I think Ross's point would be fairly accessible. Um, it would have its, um, it would have its issues, obviously. But I mean, we've had an Irish Open in the Hinch, so. Yeah, um, I think I think it would be. I think all Irish golfers are calling for more. Everyone, yeah. More Irish Opens to be on links, links. courses, but it just yeah. commercially doesn't seem to fit the bill. Yeah, and yeah. like it was embarrassing last year when, um, the no laying up guys were doing a pod and they were like, "Oh, where's the Irish Open on this week?" And they were like, "What's oh, in Mount Juliet?" And they were like, in their heads, Americans big into golf, they were like. Look, obviously Mount Juliet is a premium golf course and mm. it's an excellent venue for an Irish Open, but they had just come from a trip where they played our 10 best Lynx courses and they were like, why would Ireland yeah. ever put an Irish Open not on their Lynx course? And I, I can see the point. Yeah, yeah. If You know, if you're not an Irish golfer, an Irish. Yeah. I've one for you. Uh, playing golf recently with a guy who used to work for Paddy Powery. He was worked in the actu- actuary part. Mm. and uh, an idea that he had was that he um would go around to we were just shooting the breeze really on the golf course but he would go around to golf courses and put up a qr code um that was linked to like a prize fund so like you when you got to a par three you had the option to like scan the qr code pay like five or seven euro and have a go at getting a hole in one oh and there was obviously a sensors on the hole. So like if you got the hole in one, you would get 15K. That's and a fantastic was, idea. And he was like, what if, would would you think people would pay, play that? Like, and I was like, probably if you were a local, you might do it every once a month or whatever. But I'm telling you what, if you put that on like an American golf course where people were like, where tour, uh, it was more like consisted of aiming at, at travelers rather than members, I think you'd get, so much money and he was telling me about the like science about like how you underwrite the mm. that to get yeah. insurance and stuff it was so interesting but i thought well i think that's an unbelievable idea. idea and we should potentially edit it out of this podcast so that we can go and steal it <laughs> but like so the, the amount of lads in ireland that are, are they're obsessed with the twos club in ireland where you pay two yeah. euro everyone you pay two euro in the pro shop and if you make a two on a par three out in the golf course you win a, a portion of the pot but like if you gave them a, a qr code out on the tee box yeah they'd, they'd be blowing their money away that's a great yeah. idea so like the only issue is there are a lot of people like we talk about sandbagging handicaps like of course people are going to cheat and win 15 grand for getting a hole in one. Oh, actually yeah. sorry yeah. That that's one issue how do you manage <laughs> so Video the, they, i think they used to do it in bandon during the captain's prize where you would on the 18th you could pay a tenor to just try and hit the green and if you hit the green you would get your tenor back um and i think if you went on to a longish par three for the day with a load of americans coming through you would get you would make a lot of money out of that because yeah. most people would miss Hang the on. green so i'm risking my tenor for one shot and i only get my tenor back if i hit the green. no no you double your money oh you double your money okay yeah yeah so i like it i would go and do that i think you yeah. could make you could make a year's salary as in if you sat there every day for yeah. the summer yeah 100% 100% I wonder could we but like imagine there was like a way for you to set up a system to put that on par threes I think like iconic par threes around Ireland um and and you like 
you ran this had this tool where people were just like ah, yeah. screw it like you could see great, every yeah. day every like if you were part of the app you get a notification saying there's been a hole in one on this part three in Bali. yeah or whatever. here it is like um hmm. patrick you're not coming to the quack up this year <clears throat> uh shame just, on you that's a that's a dig thanks for not supporting us but <laughs> i think we should get you up onto the nearest to the pinhole you could sit there collecting a tenner off everyone all the money goes to charity if you I hit the green that. you get your te- you get your tenner plus another tenner back to go spend in the bar karen will get all the beer money every every person who doesn't hit the green the money goes to charity that's a great idea yeah so can we, get, can, we get, can we yeah. pencil in for that yeah put me down for that and uh, and we'll also donate the the gate money from the Three Arena live first covered it live podcast event yeah. to charity as well. <laughs> nice. I'll get you on board there, man. I don't know about you lads, but I'm all taked out this week. Yeah, I am taked out. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Uh, yeah, good, pleasure, lads. That was great, great chat. Um, yeah, thanks everyone for listening, and hopefully we'll be back next week. We um, have received a lot of. DMs on the mysterious Kilbritton whale story. Um, we've also had some DMs unearthing the truth about the um, fate of Sophie Tuscan de Plantier. Um, we may touch on that next week, among other golfy slash non golfy things. Thanks, everyone, and uh, hopefully we'll be back next week. Cheers, lads. The, hopefully, that we'll be back next week is not the fact that we'll get cancelled, is the fact that we may all not make it out of Berlin. <laughs> so wish um, us luck on Patrick's uh, stag do in Berlin this weekend who knows what's going to happen Ew. see you later lads. Cheers. Cheers.